0: You're listening to Run Hard, Mom Hard, presented by Treeline Journal and hosted by Nikki Parnell and Steph
1: Weniger. We're here looking at the ins and outs of what it takes to be a mother who runs ultra
0: marathons. We'll dive in to the challenges mothers face while training and racing ultras as we share and hear stories of motherhood and life from the trails.
1: We hope to be a resource and encouragement to women who are balancing life with kids and all the miles. It's no easy task. We know what goes on behind the scenes while a mom prepares for a long run or race day. Sick kids, lack of sleep,
0: low energy, minimal time, mom guilt, etc. But women keep showing up again and again to run, take care of themselves, and show this sport new levels of strength and grit. We want to be here to celebrate and inspire each other to run hard, find our inner mom strength, and show our kids that so much is possible.
1: Today we have a special offer from Brave. Brave is an overnight breakfast that is nutritionally optimized with a short list of ingredients like raw nuts, fruits, spices, oats, chia seeds, and hemp hearts. Brave takes 30 seconds to prepare the night before. You add any kind of milk you want, leave overnight, wake up, and it will keep you fueled and focused
0: for whatever the day may bring. It's a modern breakfast for busy humans. It's plant-powered. There's no added sugar. There's actually under 10 grams of natural sugar per package, and there are three awesome flavors, mocha chip, tropical coconut, and apple spice, and they're all delicious, and you can buy packages individually, or you can make up subscription boxes. And we have a special code for our listeners to get 20% off your first order. You can enter in TreeLine20, which is T R E E L I N E two zero for a deal.
1: Yeah. So make sure to go to EatBrave.co and put in the coupon code TreeLine20 for 20% off your first order. Welcome to another episode of Run Hard, Mom Hard. This week, it's just Nikki and I, and we're going to be talking about running while traveling. We'll just have a little mom conversation, but before that, we'll just give a little bit of an update. Nikki, what's going on with your life?
0: Well, I mean, a lot, I guess, since the last time we talked. Um, we we packed up out of our house for the summer, uh, so we got out, <laughs> which you know we had to use like every last second that we had i was like unloading dishes from the dishwasher when our our property management person was coming around like taking a a walk through so that was good but then we went to the coast for a week we did like 3 nights of camping and then um and then we had a beach house for 4 nights which was fun luxurious oh yes. my gosh yeah, it was great. And then we um came back through Bend and then hit the road on to Idaho and that's where we are right now. We're in a little cabin. Um my in laws were here, they just left this morning and it's been great. We're we're feeling so thankful to be here. Um we have single track trails like right out our door. Yeah. And we're just there's, it's so green and lush and there's so many wildflowers everywhere. And so we're kind of on this little mountain and we, Chase and I ran to the summit the other day and it just is beautiful and yeah. I'm just happy. So yeah. that's it.
1: <laughs> if you don't follow treeline YouTube, you have to go and watch the video that um, you put up with your single track. I mean, I was expecting like, a little bit of a ways that you had to run, but literally you walked out your door and crossed the street and there was single track. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Pinch me. It's great. <laughs> <it's
0: free>. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's it's so cool. And there's so much wildlife too. Yeah. Um, Chase has already seen a couple elk and um, just a lot of deer and yeah. birds. And it's just, it's so cool. Fun. So yeah. Um, yeah. What Jonathan. about you, Steph? I know. <laughs>
1: So we took our pop-up, Gwenny, Guinevere, up north, um, and as we were driving up, her tire popped, so she had a sore paw, and it broke a hole into the bottom, and so we actually had, like, pieces of plywood, like, all over our blankets and on our pillows, and, I mean, we made it up, and um, we had our friends following behind us, and... Um, to put it in his words, they NASCAR'd that tire because it it was so fast that they changed the tire on Glenagar. Yeah. I'm glad we got a spare one. Um, but we made it up and and back in one piece, and it was fun to go camping. And um, my dad and my stepmom were up there, and then my uncle and aunt were up there, so they watched the kids, and they're like, "Go float down the river." So we went floating down the river for two hours, and it was just so peaceful and it's a wild river so they can't do anything within 200 feet of the river so it's really natural and the water is just like crystal clear it was so 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 pretty and there were no (laughs) bugs oh wow
0: I know I know
1: It, it was awesome there were some dragonflies but that's about it no like mosquitoes or flies or anything um but so then when we got back Aaron and I were looking at new campers and there was a good deal. And so we now have a 2020 (laughs) camper.
0: (laughs) So long, Yeah. May you rest in peace. Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, so three years ago, before Joanna was born, I think I was pregnant with her. We took a tent, like a four person tent up to my nog and we stayed with the two dogs. And then this, you know, a few weeks ago we took the pop up, and now we're going up again this later this summer with the new camper. My dad's like, "You just keep progressively getting a better camper every time." Yeah, After what's be next? <laughs> Where yeah. Are you ending? yeah. Taj Mahal, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just,
0: in your, just towing it behind your yeah. car. <laughs> but
1: I'm so excited. So
0: that's awesome. That yeah. is really cool. And yeah.
1: Aaron promised me that we would take a trip once a summer um to a national park. So I think next year we might go to Glacier.
0: Oh, great. So, yeah. You should. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. We were we
1: wanted to go this year but then with everything it's just not not happening. So,
0: yeah. Next year. Well, yes. Yeah, Glacier is one of my favorite places. Yeah, on this planet, it is so cool. You have to get up there. Yeah, and now you're all ready. You're you're set for when, when the time comes. I know. And when everything feels more settled, well, I know. Well, can... and it's so cheap. You can just rent a
1: campsite for such a cheap rate. I'm like, so it's a cheap vacation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it's not that bad.
1: Yeah, no. so it'll
0: be fine. I'm excited. Yay! Yay. Cool. Yeah. Um. So the question is, what's the new camper's name?
1: We haven't decided. Uh, I said, should we call her Gwen? Like a new hip version of Guinevere. Gwen Stefani. (laughs) Gwen Stefani. (laughs) Or Bethany, because that's the brand of the camper that Gweny is. I don't know. We haven't decided a name. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's
0: it's got to be Regal, because this one sounds pretty nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: It is pretty nice. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll update, you know, when we have a date. (laughs) Sounds good. Like we said um, earlier, like I said earlier, we're just going to be talking about running while traveling because both of us have been, well, you way more than I have, have been traveling and you're training for a race. So you still are trying to run some.
0: Right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) correct. I have, so I have Elkhorn crest 50 K coming up, not this weekend, but the next weekend, July 25th. And And that you
1: actually have a race. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's kind of weird. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, it's been a, a tough year (laughs) for running. I feel like, and it's, so now it's like, oh, we finally have a race, and it it's it's really cool. I, I don't know exactly what it's going to be like. You know, there's going to be a lot of changes to typical race format, and um, I'm sure I'll talk about that once I've done it and experienced it and seen how it went. Um, I know, like, uh, Janessa and Trevor, who put on the race, are doing a lot to keep everybody safe which is great and um so it'll just be really interesting. It's going to be a really unique yeah. experience, I think, racing during COVID.
1: And I saw that they uh, had face masks for for sale now?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so they do. You do. have to
1: wear one, do you know?
0: You have to wear a face mask in like at the start and at every aid station. Got it. Okay. Uh, you don't have to wear it while you're running. Yes. Okay. But um yeah, it's just going to be kind of weird. Um Yeah, but so just trying to keep up training a little bit, although it just it feels kind of weird when you're traveling. It's really hard to get in all the runs that you want to get in or at least like the length that you want to get in. It's you don't it's just a, it's hard to travel as a mom in general, I think. Yeah, because it is. everybody's schedules and routines are so off. You don't have as much time as maybe you normally would in typical life. Like, you know, nap times are shorter and then you, everybody's going to bed later. And so, and it's harder to wake up early to get in your training, especially if you're camping or something and you need to be quiet and try not to wake up the kids if you're going out early or, you know, it just like gets kind of complicated and your body feels weird. Um, just, like long car rides and yeah. and eating food that you might not normally eat because yeah. you're just like trying to eat convenient things instead of necessarily like healthy things. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually pretty bad. Um, I think, yeah, Chase, we, yeah, we weren't eating very healthy on the first part of our trip and, um, Chase finally like grossed himself out enough and now we're like back on track, <laughs> but it was, <laughs> it was pretty bad. Um, You know, just like a lot of PB&Js and pasta, you know, easy things when you're camping. PB&Js are my favorite, though. Well, yeah, I'm pretty burned out, actually. I'm sure.
1: If you have them all the time. Mm -hmm. I get them like once a month.
0: Oh, okay. Well, see, there you go. That's better. Yeah. It's like a treat then. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah.
0: So, so, yeah, it's weird.
1: Do you, so you had, I think the last time we were on the podcast, you had a 50-mile week. Have you been right. close to that? Or are you still keeping with your schedule? I know you said that it's like, it's <laughs> yeah, hard to no. get those run-ins.
0: Yeah. Oh man. I wish. Um, no, pretty much. I fell off the, the bandwagon. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep up with this. This is great. I know. And it <laughs> was great for a week. Um, no, pretty much after that, I had kind of a down week Um, I still, so I got like the, the week after the 50 mile week, I got in like 35 ish miles for the week only off of three runs though, because one of my runs was a 24 mile run, um, up and down Pilot Butte for like six hours and which was really fun. That was an awesome experience. I don't think I talked about that, but, um, like had a lot of people come out and join hike and run with me which was great kind of a little send off, um, for our summer adventure. And, but then we were just so busy packing up the house that it, I didn't feel like I could go out and enjoy an hour plus run yeah. because I knew you we had so much to do and we were really working up till the last minute, like I said. So yeah, no, but I, I still have gotten in runs and so I count that as when, when you're yeah. traveling, it's like, I think you need to be, um, a little bit more flexible on your plans a little bit. And I yeah. mean really it's like I'm kind of just in I mean right now I'm in the taper phase which is kind of nice yeah. uh, for the race. Like yeah. I got in a couple good runs not super long but pretty hilly. And so I feel like now I just need to make it to the race <laughs> and yeah. And I it's will. it's going to be It's not going to be like the best race anyone's ever seen, but in during 2020, I think that's okay.
1: Well, and we had talked about before too, that I feel like the last few races, especially as moms, we're not like as prepared to do like the best performance wise, but we do just enough to make it
0: through. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be another one of those, sadly. I'm sad to say, but it's just, I think. The, the mental tolls of this year have definitely come into play. And even though it's like, I mean, I know some people are doing so great at, um, staying really fit and really motivated and like running more than they ever have. I think that is not the case for me. And it, yeah. and then plus like traveling and packing and there's yeah. a lot of stress that comes with that. And it's yeah. just kind of emotionally exhausting and, um, so I just, I, yeah. Well,
1: it, and you did, you did a lot. It's not just like a short vacation. Like what you're doing is very extensive yeah. and you had to pack up your entire house. It's not like you just packed some suitcases or bags right. and went on a vacation for a week or
0: two. Right. Yes. We so. are out of the house for three months. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, It's been interesting. And then and then it changes based on what you're doing, like what kind of part of the trip that you're in. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, because it's been a couple weeks of like different changing each day is really different. It's like if you're camping, then things are really different than if you're at a beach house and the kids can actually take a nap in a bed in a room. Like and you can have quiet time. But it's like when you're camping it's like the naps are either on the go in the backpack or in the car or non-existent. Yeah. And, um, and then you're all sleeping together in the tent. And even if you're sleeping well, it's like, I like the kids would be sleeping well, but I would wake up every so often and just like check on them <laughs> and yeah, like make sure that all is well, they're not, too far under the blankets, or like yeah. they're breathing. You know everything. Yeah. Just you get a little they're bit. more They're still neurotic. in the tent. <laughs> they are still in the tent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> so then, when you are traveling,
1: because you've been now to the beach, you were in two locations at the beach, and now you're in Idaho. How mm. are you
0: finding
1: trails or routes to run on?
0: Mm. Yes, that is um kind of tricky when when you're just somewhere new. And I think I found that, so a lot of running while traveling, it takes planning, being flexible, being aware and being prepared. So for planning routes, um, you actually have to like get out trail maps or, um, check Strava or all trails Um, those often have like a lot of good, like recommendations, or you can find other people's routes and maybe sometimes like pictures and things. Um, or sometimes I'll just Google, like right now I'm trying to plan out some trail runs in Idaho and I haven't been able to do a ton yet. I've done, we've, well, we've only been here three days and I've done two runs, but just from the house. And, and it is tricky because even here we're at a resort and there's a lot of, there's some single track, there's some roads, there's some downhill bike trails yeah I know. that it turns out we're not supposed to run on because you could get hit by a, a downhill biker. That's like flying yeah. over rocks. And like, it's, it was impressive. It, the first day we ran, there was like a bike race happening. And so it's like, the the trails aren't super well-marked of like what's a hiking trail and what's a biking trail, you know? Yeah.
1: I was going to ask how you tell the difference. You look on the ground and see if there's footprints or tires. Yeah.
0: Literally that day. Yeah. But then we do have a trail map. And so there is some, there are some specific downhill bike trails. Okay. Um, And so that's really good to be aware of. And we didn't know we needed to be aware of it until we kind of, you just never know what to expect um when you're somewhere new. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um we did have to do some research on that. Um but I also like I've googled some like best runs in McCall, Idaho or you know. Yeah. And that kind of um gives me an idea and I I definitely I want, it's like, if I'm going to go out and drive to a trailhead, I want it to, you know, ultimately like be beautiful and worth yeah. my time away from family. And because that time is kind of precious when you're on vacation and you want to yeah. be all the memories and, you know, you don't want mom to just be absent, like yeah, you know, off sure. running all the time. yeah, you know? yeah. Um, So I want it to be, Worthwhile. And I also really don't mind if there's like popular trails when I'm traveling and when we're, when I'm going to be running alone. Yeah. I really don't mind like, Oh, there's a lot of hikers to share the trail with. Great. Like that makes me feel safer. And I know that I'm not completely remote in a completely new area that I have no idea where I am. There's no cell service. And so I, I just kind of like knowing kind of what's popular too. Yeah. I don't think that. Um, And
1: yeah. And because you're there for so long, as you get used to some -hmm. of that stuff, you can maybe go and explore, or you can go hiking with Chase and the kids on some of those lesser populated trails.
0: Yes. Yeah. (laughs) We already have some trails in mind. Uh, Chase did a race over here a couple years ago. um, And so he's been on some trails that are kind of like across the valley from us. Um, in the mountains that are really pretty, and we're gonna go explore some of those soon. Yeah, so it's just kind of a mix of that. Um, it's also good to ask your local running store if they have any, you know, trail ideas. I haven't done that yet here, and there's actually not a specific running store in McCall. Oh, but there are sports stores, so I'm sure there's yeah. runners and yeah. things to talk to and be nice yeah. to get a local's perspective. But. For sure. Well, and I'm sure they know
1: hiking trails too. Most people are big hikers or, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you
0: know. Oh, yeah. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, so when you don't have cell service, do you have anything? Like, do you use GPS? I know we, um, I think Janessa said that she uses GPS, those little square things. Um, do you have anything like that or no?
0: Um, so Chase has, um the Gaia app which is a pretty cool GPS type thing you don't need service and you can have maps and routes on there and know if you're staying on your route um and then he also has a spot tracker okay which will just kind of um it'll you can you, there's like an emergency button so you can call some like oh you know, emergency rescue, if you need, yeah. if you have a big problem or you can kind of contact your people, um, mm-hmm. and let them know like, Oh, I'm doing good all is well. Or, Oh, uh, I'm just moving slower than normal. So don't be alarmed. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Is good. Yeah. Um, I actually don't, I, I mean, I think if I was planning like a lot bigger runs and, or like maybe I would use Chase's things, um, I'm not sure. We'll see how, like, this summer unfolds. I, I still just kind of need to make it to the race, and then um, we'll see. Like, if I was planning a big day, I would probably take his stuff. Yeah. Um, But right now, for the most part, it's no. Yeah. <laughs> yes yeah. Well, yeah. I
1: mean, and if you're on popular trails, there's a lot of people there. I'm sure there's good signage so you know that you're on the right path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so then, so you had four things. You said t- planning, which we talked about, being flexible, being aware and being prepared. Mm-hmm. So being flexible is really hard when you don't know if your kids are going to nap and you're like, Oh, I'm, you know, I don't know. I am very routine. And when your routine is thrown off, <laughs> it gets frustrating. But mm-hmm. when you're camping and you're someplace new, that's it, like we talked about, it all is going to get thrown off. So, how are you being flexible while traveling?
0: Yeah, well, it is really tough. Um, I think my key is to try and be ready to run whenever there's a window. Um, and you don't know when that window will open. But if you have all your running stuff together in one place, then it makes it easier. Like you can just grab and go. And, and that was really difficult. Like when camping, it's like, Oh, um, you know, my shirts are in the tent and my shorts are in the car and my shoes are outside. And what, you know, it's like, you're just, yeah. So I learned that you need to like, just kind of have a running bag ready, like whenever. Yeah. (laughs) And, and then I think, um I I had someone tell me once that um like like a little tip and trick for when traveling, it's great to like try and use your time really wisely, like get creative. So if your family is driving a couple miles away to something like a hiking trail or I mean whatever you happen to be doing, um and maybe it's like a bookstore or a coffee shop or whatever you could run there. And then it's like, you're not actually really missing that much. You're not missing like the core, uh, memory activity. time. Yeah. Yeah. Activity. It's, it's like, you're just missing a little bit of the prep time and the car travel, which yeah. is not a big deal at all. So, yeah. um, yeah, I think like, that's something that I've thought about and. I love use. I love that. I even like when I'm at home,
1: we'll plan that we're going to go to my in-laws for supper and I'll just leave during nap time. So I'm only missing when they're sleeping and I just meet them there. So Aaron will just bring them there. On Saturday, I had to, um, paint an office and I ran, I, you know, figured out a route and then ran it. And, um, I just went there and that's when I used that scratch lab. I don't know if you saw it on my, um, instagram story it was a scratch lab recovery drink but it had like the bottle and a shaker in like a plastic bottle it's like a throwaway bottle Mm -hmm. so you just fill it up with water and you can shake it and then just drink it right out of that pouch and it Mm. was so convenient because i just put it in my pack when i went for my run and so i didn't have to like bring a whole bunch of stuff for one before i started painting so it was Mm -hmm. nice Mm. but yeah i use i use that trick a lot
0: Yes. We'll, which is great.
1: Yeah. yeah. Or we'll go to the lake and he'll drop me off like five miles before
0: the lake. And so I'll just run there. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's okay. So fun. And you do that when you're camping or, you know, like how did you get runs in? Did you get any runs in when you were camping just recently? Yeah, I did. Um,
1: actually, so we had our friends up there and then we had a lot of family. So it was easier because there was a lot of people around to watch the kids. Not that Aaron couldn't, but, um, So I actually had uh, one of my good friends bike with me. And so the kids stayed with all my family. And then we went out um, while they were starting to make breakfast and went for runs. Oh, Oh, yeah. She biked and I ran. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's it's so pretty up there. Yeah, it is. Made the miles like fly by. Yeah. Oh, love
0: it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's... um, that's just, you don't want to miss that much. You know, no. it's like, you do want to be getting your runs in because you want to see these beautiful places, but you also, you know, your, your mom heart pulls at you still. It's like, you do want to break from the kids. Like, yeah. hello, because on <laughs> vacations, you get a lot less alone time. Yes. But, um, but then it's like, you want to see them see everything that you're experiencing. Like, I know you know the tide pools at the beach and you know touching the sea anemones and um going through like the enchanting forests with the mushrooms everywhere you like you want to be yeah. there seeing everything yeah i know so fomo you know, <laughs> I it's know. the real thing
1: it <laughs> is a real thing so just finding those little moments you know when they're not going to be doing anything or they're starting to make breakfast and i can get a 30 minute run in quick yeah. while they're cooking.
0: Yeah. And maybe splitting the runs like you, like you tend to do that a lot anyway. I do. Yeah. So it's like a little bit during breakfast, a little bit, uh, after bedtime, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So then, um,
1: you had talked about trying new trails. Mm -hmm. What do you do? So up North it's roads. So I just did out and backs. I didn't do loops. Um, But what do you do if the trail is longer than what you expect? Or do you just do out and backs or you're, you're trying to do a loop and you think it's shorter and it actually turns out longer? What do you do?
0: Um, well, I, I mean, I often do out and backs. Um, just, I mean, I mean, just like recently, like I've been doing out and back type things. Um, unless well, like I guess the other day when Chase and I ran to the summit of the place we're staying, um, we did kind of go out and the roads getting up to the summit were such long switchbacks. Mm. And so it just like you could see where you wanted to go, but the roads were taking you in the opposite direction. Oh, no. because You know, just so long. Yeah. Like, climbs. Oh, my gosh. I thought the whole run was going to be, like, seven miles. I don't know why I thought that. That was probably just being naive. But um, it ended up being, like, 14 almost. And (laughs) so – and that was with shortcuts on the way back Um, because Chase, like, pulled out a picture of the map, of, like, the trail map in that area. And then we ended up just, like – cutting straight like run straight down <laughs> yeah, yeah to cut off some road time um but yeah so i guess like i when i'm running somewhere new and knowing that you just never know what to expect yeah um i always make sure that i listen to like my instincts like about the trail if there's ever a time you know, if you have, if you have like that gut feeling where something just doesn't feel right, I'll just turn around.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and then I'm also like making sure I'm making a lot of mental notes of like the turns that I take or different trails or roads that I go down, um, so that I can know how to get back. Cause it is, it is pretty like twisty and turny up here. Yeah. And, um, same with like the coastal trails. Sometimes there's, Um, just like offshoots that you have to like, make sure you stay on the right path. Yeah. Um, and so I guess, I don't know. I think the, that's kind of where being prepared comes in of Mm -hmm. like, you want to make sure that you carry everything you need in case the trail is not what you expected it to be because it often isn't, or like, like you were saying, like if you're doing a loop and then it ends up being longer than you thought, because maybe like you guessed a certain distance on the map Mm -hmm. and it was longer and you just, or, or the terrain is just harder than you thought it was going to be. And so it takes you longer, even if the miles aren't longer. Um. I think that like the other day with our summit run, it was, if I would have brought, brought (laughs) Broughten. If I would have brought, uh, water only for seven miles, you know, then I would have kind of been, um, feeling it worse than I was already, which I had brought like a water, like a handheld water bottle and then like three gels. And I was, I mean, my water was empty at the end and I was like feeling like it was a hard run. It was just hard work and um, a couple thousand feet of climbing. And so, um, I don't know, just making sure you bring everything with you that you need. Um, I usually,
1: sorry, go ahead. No, you go basically have to be a mom to yourself. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Like you're packing a diaper bag, bring all of the things that you think you might need.
0: <laughs> exactly. Change your clothes, bring it up, it, bring some back. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. You have to mother yourself. Yes. Cause we need mothering too.
1: Yes, us mothers.
0: Does. Yeah. <laughs> so I usually, I carry, um, so I usually have like my watch, my phone, an extra, an extra gel. More than what you're already thinking you need. Yep. Uh, cash and like a card, especially like if you're running through town or, I mean, you just never know. Like you might just need to need help getting home. You might like get stuck somewhere. So yeah. it's just always good to have something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also carry pepper spray if I'm by myself. Um, I have a kind that just, I mean, I usually just put it in my shorts or my, uh, vest, but um, you, you can also just put it on your hand and then it's just like right in your hand, ready to, to press just in case yeah. you need it. I never, it's not like I've ever used it, but I don't know when you're in a new area and you're not sure, yeah, and it just makes you feel safer.
1: It's pepper spray, it's not like bear spray,
0: it's pepper spray, yeah, yeah. we all call it bear spray. Um, that's a lot bigger though, that's like a pretty big canister, yeah, yeah. and I, I mean. I'm not very worried about bears around here. I, well, at, like the resort that we're staying at, there's a lot of people around and it just yeah, feels yeah. very safe. It, It's which I'm glad, but we do have it. And we will bring it if we're going in more remote areas. Mm-hmm. Um, Chase has carried it in his vest. Uh, and he's, he actually, one time we were in uh, Wyoming. This is a tangent, but. <laughs> in Wyoming and he was training for, uh, a race, um, Bighorn, Bighorn, 100 miler. Okay. And anyway, so I literally, I look up, I'm sitting with dash outside kind of like along this like dirt road. Like we're waiting for chase to get back from his run. And I look up and I see that he's coming down this hill and then I look away you know, at dash, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I look back and like, he comes up, you know, and comes up to us and he's like, did you just see that? And I was like, what, what did I, what? No. And he said that he had, he had completely biffed it and like had fallen and tumbled like (gasps) a little bit down the hill and then like popped back up and then kept running. And I like missed it in that couple (laughs) minutes that I was looking away and he, um, ended up actually like cracking his rib on that bear spray, like he fell. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that was in his pack. Oh. And, um, yeah, so he broke his rib, um, oh which my goodness. You know, didn't feel very good, but, um, yeah, so anyway, that's a funny <laughs> little about bear spray. Yeah. <laughs> keep going on the trails. Yeah. And, oh my. <laughs> But so, yeah, what do you do, Steph, when you're traveling? Um, how do you stay prepared? What do you carry with you?
1: I I mean, I've talked about um, bringing my pack on a lot of runs, even if I don't have, like, a full bladder. I bring basically all of my running stuff. So I have – if I'm going out later at night, I bring my headlamp just in case. Not, like, late at night, but where it's starting – To get dark, I'll bring my headlamp just in case it takes longer than what I want. Um, I don't have pepper spray, um, but most of where I'm running, like up north, there's nobody around. Um, I bring my phone and I'll play music or um, a podcast or something and play it out loud so the bears hear me coming. Otherwise, I have like a little pocket on the side, like underneath your armpit that I'll keep a couple of my like honey stinger waffles or something in there all the time just in case, even if I'm just going for a five, six, seven-mile run just in case something were to happen, um, and my watch, mm-hmm. uh, water. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I do have some um, electrolytes too, like the Scratch has some and Noon that I just mm-hmm. have a little bit just in case I need – electrolytes for any reason so
0: yeah yeah it's good to be prepared yeah but headlamps for sure yeah no that's a really good tip if you're going into the evening yeah sure Yep, yeah why not it's just a couple ounces and could save you a lot of hassle yeah i know (laughs) not using your phone phone light (laughs) yeah your flashlight yeah 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 and then so i guess i don't know what do you what do you do when in a new place with fear, like of, like, do you ever feel that way? I know when you were just camping recently, you had like a friend to bike with. So that's kind of yeah. really nice. And that takes yeah. away a lot of the fear. I I definitely, this last, like when we were at the coast, the forests are so pretty, uh, but they're also really kind of dark and uh, deep and You feel like they could swallow you and you just could disappear forever and no one would know where you went. And, and I, I do think you can come across kind of people that are a little questionable on the coast and I mean, well, really anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: so I don't know, just like running alone as a woman, I feel a little sketchy sometimes, even though. It like, you know, you might just not see anybody. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you do?
1: Yeah. I mean, we've talked about having like a higher sense of awareness of things going on too since becoming moms. Mm-hmm. So I, um, when I start my GPS, Aaron gets an email that says where I am and he can follow along. He can live track me. Um, and then I also use footpath. It's an app. And because I'm using mainly on roads, I, if I want to do a longer run, I'll trace out my run so that he knows like where I'm planning on going. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll send that to him too, that he can, he can look at. And I gives me a little bit more sense of security that he knows where I am, but, um, and he can track me if something were to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, I guess making sure that I'm aware, like I have my podcast or my music on, but I'm always like scanning, I'm looking behind me, checking, making sure like if I'm crossing streets, I know what street I'm crossing and mm-hmm. in case I do lose, you know, service or something that I can't look at my map or it tells me where I want to go, um, I'll at least know how to get back.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think... um it's, I, yeah, it's hard to distinguish between the kind of fear that's good and, like, your gut fear that you should listen to. Like, oh, there is something wrong. I should turn around um, or take a different way home or whatever. Yeah. Or the fear that's really just in your head and, like, there's nothing actually to be worried about. You don't see anything bad, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You're just kind yeah. of in your head and you're, um, I mean, kind of, like... We've talked about before, like protecting your your mind space and like yeah. still knowing that you're within your limits. Like you're still doing like a normal thing. You can keep running. Um, this is not anything crazy. You're kind of working yourself up. Yeah. You know, it's it's difficult to it is know what that is. Distinguish but those. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like I had one run on the coast where it was like I just kind of chose to be confident because I do know that the trails, that trail in particular of all the coastal trails, I think is like pretty safe. And so I was like, just chose to be confident. And then, um, I mean, but I mean, of course I was alert, but, um, and then I just like really enjoyed it. I had like such like the best run in a long time of just, you're just running and feeling good and strong and you're climbing and it's hard, but then you descend and the earth just felt so soft and like spongy. It was so great. And you just feel strong. I loved it. Yeah. And yeah. So it's definitely so good when you don't hold yourself back from that kind of experience, you know?
1: Yeah. So that just reminded me, so I don't get a lot of trails. I mean, we have seven mile and it's a small it's about seven miles of <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, trails, but Aaron and I were taking the kids out there and we're, we climbed up this really big, it was a hill, it's not a mountain, <laughs> but we had the stroller with us cause they're wider paths and. And I'm like, do you mind if I just run down and run back up? And he's like, yeah, go for it. And he took the girls to look at a tree. And I just like bombed it down. And I felt so good. And it was so much fun. And I never get that experience. And I'm like, this is what Nikki feels like. (laughs) (laughs) Every
0: day. No, not every day. But yes, it's such a good feeling. You feel so powerful. I know. Oh, I love it. Like that feeling. I want to bottle it and hold on to it every day.
1: I want to bottle up that feeling too. And I just think it's, it was so much fun. And I wish that I had more opportunities to do that. And I wish I had opportunities to do actual races. Um, but right now I'm doing a virtual race um, and it's the Colorado Brewing Company. One, it's a hundred mile for the month of July, but also I'm going to sign up for um a virtual race that a listener sent in to us, which I think is so cool. Thank you for sending something in. Yay. (laughs) I know We love you listeners. (laughs) Yeah, we do. Um, (laughs) It's a race that um, she said her family has a beach house in the Outer Banks and they used to have a Graveyard 100 race. And I guess it's making a comeback in Mm -hmm. non-COVID times. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you have a whole month to run 100 miles. And I think it's July 11th through August 11th. And so, um, oh, and some of the uh, fee goes to the local food pantry, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. So we'll link that down below because I'm I'm planning on signing up for it. It's not that much money. I want to say it's like 20 bucks. Oh,
0: so, nice. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Sweet. Yeah. And it just gives you a little bit of something to work for. Have you still been, or is that still going good for you, Steph? Like staying yes. motivated with- little virtual goals and
1: yeah. So the race that I'm currently doing stuff is for, it's called the Colorado virtual distance challenge. And it's presented by Colorado brewing running or Colorado brewing. And it's a running series Mm -hmm. for them. So they have it every month, I think. Um, but they have a little percentage tracker and I just love seeing that goal you know, it just like move across slowly. It's just like, ugh. I love it. So I really enjoy virtual races, especially mm. when there's no races going on right now. I do yeah. have a race that technically is, I signed up for, it's a 50K in September. Um, Hinkley Fire Tower 50K. Um, but I don't know if it'll go on or not. So Okay. As yeah. of right now, like all the races are still being canceled and numbers are like starting to go up a little bit more in Minnesota. Oh,
0: jeez. Yeah. So. We are just very much not out of the clear. No. You know, I all. mean, it's just not, it's not getting better. Like no. I hoped it would. And, and it's just a weird, I don't know. It's just weird. No, none of us could have like predicted this happening, you know, yeah, I and know. then to just see where, how long it's taking. And I'm just really skeptical about what this next like school year is gonna look like for kids and mm-hmm. I just it is a weird, weird time that we're it's in still. Very weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah anyway. Well that's cool that you are still doing your virtual races and keeping up that motivation. Yeah. Um I'm gonna probably need to do something after the fifty K. Yeah. It's like just to maintain my running. I mean, I think naturally I'll be more motivated because we have trails right out our door just yeah. to run in general. But then you have but that FOMO. It, you know, work. Yeah, yeah, the FOMO, right? Yeah, yeah. Although we're we're settling in a little bit more, so that's kind of nice. Um Good. Because we are trying to still, because yeah, we're going to be in this cabin for a while, and so I think we're kind of starting to we're starting to unpack, which helps mm-hmm. and get kind of a little bit more situated. normal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like dash was sleeping on the out uh, sofa and, in the living room. And Belen has been sleeping in her pack and play in the bathroom. And, you know, there's just, but we're like starting to kind of rearrange. And yeah. Uh, so it, I think it'll, okay. there'll be less, um, fear of missing out moments. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're just trying to, live kind of slow this summer mm-hmm. and be present and take mm-hmm. in the nature and, um, yeah, I, I really am wanting to, this sounds random, but there's so many wildflowers out mm-hmm. right now and I want to go out and like identify a bunch of them just yeah. for myself. You know, you should hard. press them. I, Oh, I should, mm-hmm. <laughs> I should. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a plant press with me, but I could make one in a book. book. I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Like my mom was a botanist for, I gosh, I think it was 37 years oh um, working for the forest service. And so she knows all about plants and, and I could just do the easy route and just send her a picture and ask her what each plant is. Yeah. I kind of want to channel her like scientific nature though, and just kind of try and find a couple for myself, yeah. you know, see if I can
1: you identify them.
0: No. So that's the thing I need to go. We're going to, um, try and go to the nearest library and see if maybe they have some like local flora books. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It's so, kind of fun. Yeah. It's
1: so fun. Joanna loves, my mom has a bird book, like a Minnesota bird book. Mm-hmm. And we go through that all the time. And my mom's like, you're going to need to get one. And I'm like, I know. Yeah. Cause we have bird feeders out now. So we have more birds and we've, had ever so oh, we cool. had a couple that my mom has only seen once in her life oh like and they were right do you know there was a indigo bunting
0: Ooh. and
1: a scarlet tanninger tan talinger I don't know what the something Mm-hmm. but they're mm-hmm. very brightly colored yes so, well oh and, and then a we,
0: rose-breasted
1: grosbeak we had one of okay. those too. okay
0: yeah. yeah we just saw a western tanninger Oh, it so is maybe manager. that's a similar thing, yeah, yeah. But just different in the West, yeah. of course. And it's, but like, they're beautiful. Yeah, they're like
1: bright red, or the the scarlet one was. Oh,
0: yeah, these ones are like redy orangey around the head, and then like bright yellow. And oh, oh pretty! Yeah, it's yeah. so cool. We have a bird book too, and Chase notes when he sees birds yeah, and yeah. trying to, <laughs> you know, maybe <laughs> see them all. I don't know, but yeah, super fun. So okay. it's kind of nice, just. To, um, do something that's not, um, like quote unquote productive, you know, you're not doing something because it's going to make you money or because it's going to, you can climb the ladder, whatever Mm -hmm. ladder that is. It's like, you're just learning something just to learn it, just to see what that flower is or that bird or, you know, it's just really fun. I
1: love learning new things, especially with nature. And we just, um, we actually just planted wildflowers, over our septic system that we had to put in last fall. Um, So we're excited to see those come up in the next couple of years. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really want to know, um, as we're kind of wrapping up this podcast, what listeners want to hear. We'd want to hear from you about what you want to listen to. Um, I really loved getting that virtual race from a listener. I mean, it makes it feel a little bit more real that people are actually – listening to us um, Mm -hmm. and we want to put out stuff that you want to hear about and learn about.
0: Yeah. Topics that would be helpful. Yeah.
1: Yep. Um, But we have a pretty exciting topic that'll be coming up. Um, So we have some sports bras that are being sent to us and we're going to try them out and we're going to have a sports bra expert come and talk and teach us how to measure and... I don't know. Talk everything sports bra related because it's such a vital piece when you are a woman running. Yes.
0: Yes. Crucial for just women in general, but also mothers that are going through maybe weird stages like pregnancy or nursing nursing or post-nursing, you know. Yeah. And so we are... Yeah. Having an expert come in from title nine. And so stay tuned for that. Cause yeah. it's going to be really fun. She is so nice and so knowledgeable and very. we yeah. are super psyched. So she, yeah,
1: she's like very, what's the word? She is very much an expert and she's like very passionate about sports mm-hmm. bras. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's a
0: lovely person. So yeah. anyway, stay tuned for that. So if you enjoy these kind of Mom talks. <laughs> yep. So, if you enjoy Mom talks with Nikki and Steph <laughs> and our special guests, Nikki um, and Steph, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast, uh, rate and review if you're so inclined, um, and you can also. Subscribe to Tree Line Journal's newsletter at treelinejournal.com where we always post just once a week. We send out an email with, um, the latest, the latest and greatest of podcast episodes and information and show notes and all that kind of stuff. So also,
1: also. If you'd okay. like to send us an email or tell us what you want to hear, we'd love to hear from you or more virtual races that you're doing. You can email us at runhardmomhard at gmail.com. And you can also send us a voice message through the anchor link below. And we can that, hear your voices.
0: Yeah. We'd love to hear from you in any in any way you want to reach out to us. Please yes. reach out to us. Yeah. and And also... You know, another thing is there's never really a shortage of moms to talk with um, that are mother runners and ultra running, super awesome, badass mamas, but um, we always love expanding our circle. And so if you have anybody that you know that their story needs to be shared with this world, then please send their name, maybe their story our way. Yeah. Or maybe yourself. If yeah. You, how to, maybe, how,
1: yeah. How to, how yeah. to get in touch with them so we can reach out and. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because there's so many, we've already met so many amazing people and there's still so many more out there. So, yeah. um, we are just open to it all. So send, talk to us, send us something. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Go run hard, bomb hard. Woo. Okay. Oh, is it gorgeous? <laughs> it's <is> gorgeous, darling. <laughs> and o- overnight food. And it's it, it's it's good for you. <laughs> Did that sound professional? <laughs> I feel like these never go well when it's just us two. It's plant powder powered. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I have fallen into a funk. Technical difficulties are difficult. No, I don't wanna do that okay <laughs> i was like oh good she's going somewhere <laughs> nope, just nope kidding. false alarm yeah and, and steph <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> oh my gosh it was so fun talking with steph
1: yeah. oh, <laughs> her outro maybe. no i'm not gonna cut that <laughs> like
0: listening we
1: love you all it's for the joy nikki it's fine it's just fine everything's fine